still have my new first town Cessna <laughs> in the new place. This place is adorable. I'm glad you... <laughs> Your home is so cute now. I'm glad you like it. I love it. Um, I didn't... So I'm huge about utility. I'm not really big on fashion in the sense of decorating. Yeah. So I'm very utility. Uh, so when we were moving here, I told her, I don't care how it looks, you decorate because I know you mm. care. I don't care. Mm. I just want utility. It definitely looks like a girl's decorated yeah. home. So I was just like... As long as I can do my wacky storage stuff. <laughs> as and, you point to your hockey jerseys hanging on a window. <laughs> like, you let me do these, we're fine. And she just said, okay. Yep. And you saw the garage, how that's yep. set up and wedged. A fucking Tetris garage. <laughs> yep. And, uh, yeah, so. You know hey, what buddy. I love? Yeah. Stairs that start going one way and then turn around and go the other way. I just... The exact just, stairs? Yeah. Yeah. The, the stairs that you have. Oh, good. Good. I'm glad you like them. They zig and then, then they, they zag. zag. But what I really love, and I'd hate to say it, but your old place had it and this place does not, is that the entrance to your home <clears throat> immediately has an option. You want to go upstairs or downstairs? I you get, hated that. <laughs> you get a little landing. The split level? Yeah. Was, you could go four steps up or dude, four steps down. That pissed me off so fucking much. What about it? Um, first of all, I have to walk up a flight of stairs with whatever I'm carrying that needs to go inside. No matter what. No matter what. You are never on the, the Even, same floor yeah, as the door. A. B, uh, I don't know if you ever picked up a hockey bag filled of, full of gear trying to walk into a stairwell. Um, yeah. That's really tight fitting. Yeah, uh, it so, was a, always a tight fit. So I'd have to like throw the hockey bag half on the stairs, close the door, yeah. pick up the hockey bag from the stairs and like walk up. The st- it was just a pain in the ass. For- Even like when you would let me out at the end of a recording, yeah. it was like this awkward- seven minutes in heaven for yeah. a little bit. This awkward goodbye compared to now. <laughs> I just have an entryway and I can just say bye and I can leave. Yeah, we can hug <laughs> like it, it's so much easier. Now. I still want to be as close as we were in the stairwell. <laughs> like, you know, I can make that happen right on me. I can make that happen. This wide open room. I can make that happen. But yeah, I love this. Well, Your good. neighbors seem cool. Got to come home. Fresh smell of cigars outside. Oh, yeah. No, I, that made me... Yeah, I smelled it and I immediately just thought, oh, my gosh, I, I need to smoke my cigar this weekend. Yeah. And you can with your bros outside. Yeah. No. Your, your middle-aged neighbors. Yeah. No, they're pretty cool. They're pretty... They're real chill. Have you um, met them? Yeah. We, no, we talked for a while. Oh, cool. Yeah, they're pretty chill. Uh, Yeah. No, it's it's good. It's a good it's a good setup. Besides dealing with traffic on ninety one, it's been it's been great. Which hopefully will be over sooner rather than later. Hopefully so. At least they're like repaving the whole thing. They're so doing a good job a, at least because I have nice, to, pretty ninety one. I have to go all the way down and back for work. Yeah. So it is pretty nice that each day there's a little bit different. Yeah. So I know they're hustling at night to yeah. get shit done. So that's nice. Cool. Welcome home, Dubs. Thanks. I'm um, also I've told you this like four times i'm blown away by how set up this place already is see i saw you six days ago and now you're in a completely different home with all your shit set up like it was in the old place yeah well i I, i'm behind look i still have to put my socks away you still have a sock on the floor yeah like i still i'm still behind i still have to get some stuff um at the other house i still want to organize my bedroom a little bit more Hmm. uh but yeah no why See, it surprises me that you said that because who would move in their stuff and not immediately try to get this set up? I mean, that's what we did. And it took us two weeks, I would say, to get to this level. And you're doing it in a week. But I felt like we were more moving abnormally fast. 
and you have doubled our speed. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, we've been hustling. Yeah. We've definitely been hustling. We've been working a lot with... Have you had days off? Nope. We also... Uh, we took our move-in day off, and then like the next three, or that was on a Friday, and then we had the weekend off. So we got shit done. We were, I worked so hard, I got a cold. <laughs> oh, that's horrible! Because it was also during the winter, so I was like, you know what? And puffing in the I actually stuff. almost prefer moving in the winter because every time I've moved, especially on Saturday and Sunday when I did it, mm-hmm. and last night when I finished the garage, uh, it's so if it's either if it's not super fucking hot, then it's super fucking humid. Yeah. And it just sucks. You're just sweating through everything. It's sticking to you. Dirt just plasters and spreads across your body. And it's just, you know what? I wouldn't mind working in a long sleeve hoodie just in the winter. Yeah, like in the winter. I don't, because I've moved, I moved in uh, February into the old, old house. I moved in February by myself. And I fucking did that shit. (laughs) And that was an easier time than doing this. Yeah. In the summer, so pros and cons but you know what life moves on and i'm here and you're here i'm here i made it which i'm so happy which is so close from work i love it that's good that's good but yeah man um i feel like there's a heavy weight in the air in the room and i don't know if you want to dive right into it or if you want to ease our way into it i'll leave it up to you i want to see what you mean by ease our way into it like you know like don't it just have it be a later topic the the thing we're we're talking about yeah i i'm so we've now built up such a weird energy in this episode see i've already felt the energy the energy was already here the energy was already here yeah when we started i'd say let's keep Uh. ramping up how terrible this news is and let people guess and let it fester i mean they should let people panic right they should know by now by listening to us they should know where we're headed with it but i almost want to say that we've overhyped how bad it is but I, that's not Did even we true. Though? No, we didn't. Yeah. It's <laughs> the we worst though? news I've ever heard in it's my life. probably some of the worst news you could possibly get. Anyway, let's not talk about it. To just let make, let's just make the story I'm about to tell uncomfortable because people know there's something terrible coming at the end of it. All right, go ahead. Uh, I just want to tell this crazy story about something spontaneous that I did that okay. I like never do. Okay. Um, so there's this band that I'm in love with called crumb c-r-u-m-b um they're like this lo-fi indie rock jazz kind of thing um and they recently put out uh, their first lp uh which is called jinx j-i-n-x uh that's pretty good but they put out two eps before this and i love every single song equally like i don't have a favorite song by them because just every song they've done is so good and I also got a record player for Christmas, so I've been into that. I've been trying to collect nice. like my all-time favorite records and have them on vinyl because I think that's pretty cool. I got like The Strokes, Is This It? I got Neutral right. Milk Hotel and right. Airplane Over the Sea. I got uh, Funeral by Arcade Fire. I got Led Zeppelin IV. Um, and I wanted to get... They have a vinyl that's a double LP. So each side is one of their LPs. The first one is called Crumb. The second one's called Locket. Um, so I've been really looking for this vinyl. It's always sold out on their website. I've looked on like vinyl reselling places and like nobody ever has it, but people talk about it. Um, like, I wish I could have this one or someone would be like, I finally got this one. And people are like, Oh, congrats. That's a good one to have. And I'm like, why is this one so hard to find? I found it on eBay twice. Each time I found it, someone was selling it for like at least a hundred bucks. Um, 
So I followed them on Facebook and sent them a message and they responded, which I also thought was pretty cool. It's probably like some social media guy who works for them or something. But uh, they're like, oh, yeah, we only sell that album at our shows, at our live shows. And we put the extras up on the website. So check out our tour dates and then check the website a couple days after each like location or whatever. But like they usually sell out. I was like, God, I'm never going to be able to find this. And the other day on Saturday after work, I went to Newberry Comics uh, with my friend and I found their their LP. They're like their full length record. And then I just asked. I knew the answer was going to be no. I was like, do you happen to have the double EP by Crumb? And he like looked it up and he's like, is the one called Crumb slash Locket? I'm like, yeah, that's one. He goes, no, we don't. You want me to see if any stores nearby? I'm like, I can't even think of where the nearest Newberry Comics is. I know there's one in Boston. He's like, yeah. I was like, yeah, sure. Like, I'm just curious. He goes, oh, it looks like there is one store in the company that has one. I'm like, oh, shit. Wow. Uh, and I was about to be like, that's crazy. Bye. But he's like, it's the one in Boston. <laughs> and I look at my friend <laughs> and he just goes, I'm free tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, do we do this? <laughs> uh, and he was like, I could call him if you want. And then he just gave me the number. And I called him. I'm like, do you have this? And she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I have this right here. Uh, yeah, I could put it on hold for you if you want. Uh, he's like, she's like, this just came in a few days ago. Um, and I was like, yeah, put it on hold. And I still undecided. So I was just going to probably have him put it on hold and then just never show up. And then the next morning, my friend texts me. He's like, I, I'm like kind of up to it. Like. Let's fucking whatever. What else are we going to do today? So I fucking drove to Boston to pick up a single record. And it was a blast. I was going to say, like, was it worth it? It was so fun. Yeah. yeah the trip was fun. Like, I got to catch up with him for four hours in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was it was great. We, like, uh, listened to some good music because we both like talking about music with each other. So I showed him an album. He showed me an album. We talked about a bunch of stuff. We talked about the terrible news that you and I are going to talk about soon. What'd you guys eat? Um... Uh, in the morning we got Dunkin' Donuts. What'd you get from Dunkin' Donuts? I got a bacon, egg, and cheese on a toasted muffin, English muffin, and a cold brew with hazelnut swirl and almond milk for my tum-tum. Okay. Why? Is there a correct answer? No, I just, I just... I I default to everything bagel with cream cheese, but that gives me heartburn. I think because the garlic or something or just the salt or something. I don't know. It just doesn't sit well with me. Okay. And uh, it gives me tum-tum because my because uh, of the dairy. Because the dairy. Okay. Uh, what else did you eat that day besides like donuts? Uh, we got... What did we get there? Oh, Chipotle. There's a Chipotle like right next to the Newberry Comics. Okay. I've been thinking a lot about Chipotle. Because last, so last Saturday when I moved, we started moving at like 6.45, 7 a.m. We started packing stuff up. Mm. We didn't stop until around 11. So we just banged out all day. And I didn't eat until like 5.30. So I was moving shit. Like I was, we were moving the whole time and I never ate from 6.45 until 5.30 at night. So when it was 5.30 time, I was saying, I was, I was saying, I need a calorie dump yeah like <laughs> calorie dump like i need like half of my day's calories now did you know that chipotle was originally called calorie dump <laughs> but they changed it to chipotle 
And uh, I love I love those moments when I know I need calories. Yeah. Because I just look and they always list out the calories to try to be he- to be healthy because it is healthy. <laughs> but you're you're min maxing. You're like give me the most. Yeah. And I was just thinking, can I like get dual meats? And the dude was like, yeah. And I was like, I'll have the barbacoa and the steak. Yeah. Okay, dude. And I was like, and I'll have you know the whatever and i'll have double sauces and i'll have this and i'll have can i get extra rice You're like mm. yeah can i get double beans <laughs> sure the dude, that'll be 30 dollars. when the dude finished closing it his friend turned to him and like high-fived him because he, he he said <laughs> and he said hell yeah we rap and he like high-fived him because he was able to close it and i was so happy when i started when i finished that thing oh, oh. yeah when you finish that football <laughs> and you know what my favorite thing to do now is hmm that feeling of not eating all day until 5.30 at night, having the thickest, just like <laughs> dummy thick burrito from Chipotle. <laughs> and then it, it, it's it's just filling your, your, your body's adjusting to it and going, yeah. holy shit, we had Chipotle. <laughs> we had a lot of food. Yeah. And immediately you have the... Uh, immediately you have like the, the, the insulin dump of yeah. just... The the glyc the glycogen jump dump of just okay we're we're, we're uh, nap we're mode metabolizing this now yeah and then you go and I found this out on the weekend and oh my god you go to McDonald's mm. and get a black medium iced coffee mm. oh man <laughs> the way it washes down because it's not super bitter it's not super it's not hard roasted it's you know why it is it's because Tim Hortons Timmy's changed their supplier to Kaka and McDonald's scooped up the Tim Horton supplier. Oh, really? So they're basically selling Tim Horton's coffee. Wow. Yes. Is it Green Mountain or do they have the uh, different I have coffee? I have no idea what it is, but I know in Canada, at least, everybody's loves shitting on Tim Horton's food and coffee now. Yeah. And they all say it's because McDonald's bought that supplier because Tim Horton's wanted to cut, cut costs. So they went to a Kaka supplier. Interesting. So, and I didn't know, um, and I was put onto this that mcdonald's coffees are a dollar for any size interesting (laughs) basically i'm getting dollar tim horton's iced coffee this is the height of luxury (laughs) (laughs) i wish i could take that feeling i had when i had the first four sips of that after the chipotle burrito after a day of moving since 6 45 slash seven o'clock in the morning manual labor manual labor manual labor eat a football filled with meat and then wash it down with this yeah and it was <laughs> glorious it was just i can't explain how good it is it, i can't comprehend how good that is because i you don't try like that. coffee do this do this don't eat on <laughs> tomorrow sure until 5 30 Mm. And all day when you wake up, just do physical work. There is a Chipotle really close to where I live. There is also one really close to where I live. <laughs> I know. That's the one I, I went to. I it on the way That's here. That's the one I went to, <laughs> yeah. which is across from the McDonald's that I went yeah, to. Yeah, I know. So I know where that one is, too. <laughs> you should try it tomorrow and mm. tell me how you feel next week. And let me... Oh, just... Oh, it's just... It, it, the way the way it hits and also just the elation of all the hard work you did being rewarded yeah that's really what it is but just but it's just like so freeing it's almost like if i said there's no guilt to your decisions yep make your decisions it's just (laughs) wow i could just do anything it's just that's what it was it's just i need to eat 
I don't need to care about anything other than as long as it's not super sugary processed shit. Yeah. I need it. Yep. So it was just give me all the carbs and all the fat and all the protein. Give me all of it. I need more. I actually need more. I almost got two burritos like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Uh, anyways, I'm sorry to interrupt, but you were telling me a great story about Boston. Anyways, we got Chipotle. <laughs> After we went to Newberry Comics. So we walked in. It was actually technically in Cambridge. I shouldn't say technically. It was in Cambridge. It's a different okay. town. Um, okay. Which it was a really cool town. Cambridge. If anybody's listening from Cambridge, you got a really hip town going on over there. Really chic. Yeah, very chic. Hipstery kind of like place. Northampton vibes. Yeah. But um, the, it was like in this. It almost looked like a refurbished like subway station was like this like I th- it's called like uh, Harvard Square is the name of the place in Cambridge okay. and it's like this indoor mall where like each store is on a different level because there's so many like that thing at your old place where there's like a landing and then an up and a down option yeah, there was like level. a s- store on the landing and then a store up and then a store down and then you could kind of take a ramp from the up place slightly lower and then there's another store there so it was a fucking maze to find this <laughs> Newberry Comics. There were signs on the outside, but like when you go in the door right under the sign, you're nowhere near the you're Newberry Comics. You're just in Comics. lair. Yeah, just- <laughs> exactly. You have to cut your way through these webs to get through Newberry Comics. <laughs> and we got in there and like browse around for a little bit. And then I went up to the counter. I'm like, hey, I called yesterday to put an album on hold. Oh, and I told her, I'm like, all right, cool. Can you put it on hold? I'm going to be driving up from Connecticut. And she said, oh, damn. <laughs> And then she's like, yeah, you said you were driving up to Connecticut from Connecticut. And I looked up this album. Not only are we the only store in the company who has it, we've never gotten one before. Neither has any other store in the company. I'm like, what the hell? She goes, yeah, you're the first person to buy this record from the Newberry Comics company. Company. I was like, damn, this is fate. And also I figured we were spitballing ideas of how they have this record on the way up. And... I was like, it's got to be a used copy that somebody bought at a show and was like getting rid of their vinyl collection. They're like, whatever, I'll sell it for 10 bucks because they don't know you could sell it for like 100 on eBay. And we got there, it was brand new. It was like sealed in the plastic and they were selling for brand new. $19.99. Whoo! It was a good day. And like that, like the drive up was fun and I was like, this is fun. Is it worth it? This is kind of dumb, whatever. You only live once. Uh, and then we got Chipotle and then we went to the, the place and it was brand new for nineteen ninety nine. And she told me that they've never gotten one before. I was like, damn, this was worth it as hell. It was fate. I never would have gotten that record because I refused fate. to pay a hundred dollars yeah. for any record. Damn. Took it home, listened to it immediately. Mm, worth it. So juicy. Yep. Yeah. Good man. What kind of music is it? Is it just like a chill hop? You want me to play it? like a, a second of it? Um, I'll play just enough so we don't get in trouble. Okay. So it's like super sleepy lo-fi, but then oh, this song does this thing. Hold on, I'll shut up. It's super sick. cool. Yeah, it's like cool. psychedelic, dreamy, sleepy. You want to hear what I found? Oh my god! So this came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. All right, I was just. Um, this was actually two days ago, and I was just browsing online, and I saw this pop up, and I just freaked out because I didn't know that was happening. It's a new Killswitch Engage song. Ooh, or, or album. And I remember it came out, and I just went, "Holy shit!" So I saw it, and I just went. 
no way. And I played it, and it was just... <laughs> that's that's kill switch engage. <laughs> it's so fucking heavy. It's so brutal. Speaking of which, surprise songs slash albums. Tool, the band yeah, Tool yeah, is they finally came out on streaming they, services. They put it, yeah, they put everything up. Dropped a new single, and there's a new album coming out like within a week. Like what the hell? It's fucking badass. It's 2019. They said fuck it. Uh, Taylor Swift did the same thing. T Swizzle was like, "It's all going on <laughs> Apple Music." Boom, with the drop of "Lover." Wait, it just came out uh, recently, or was this a while ago? Recently, she dropped when she dropped "Lover," which came out within the past week, I think, which yeah. is her latest album. I believe she re-released all of her music on Apple Music. Yeah, because I remember they had a thing. And then uh, I think she had a thing with Spotify. And they took it off. Yeah, she was she was beefing with Apple Music. Yeah, and she was like, just oh, Spotify me. And then because didn't she have that like concert documentary that was exclusive on Apple Music a couple of years ago? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not whatever. the biggest T Swizzle fan, so neither I am I. <laughs> Although, let's I'll, stop talking about this. Well, no, I we, no. You want to keep talking about T Swizzle? I, I, I don't. To say. Okay, all right. I was, was going to be completely I, honest with you. <laughs> I have stuff to say about her, but that's okay. We can keep going. Wait, you do? Yeah. All right. Let's let's hear it. Um. So I was listening to some of the album on the way up because I was stuck in traffic. T-Swizzle? Yeah, the Lover album. And there's something I noticed about her style, Hmm. which she has a really good, really, really good song selection when it comes to the actual backing track Hmm. of what she sings. I am not one to criticize her for always talking about her relationship problems. Yeah, because that's her life. If that's what she deals with, and that's something that's yeah. emotionally impacting her, that's what she t- sings about. That's fine. I don't think she does it as a product. I think she really mm. is just the girl who likes to sing about that. Yeah. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I realized when I was listening on the way up, I was just thinking, how long, like, does this go for? Do you know what I mean? I was because I was just thinking about her as a as a lady. Yeah, is she going to be like fifty singing about her relationship? Not even problems? fifty. Just what happens when she gets married? Yeah, you know, like it's just it's not the. That's why there's kind of a, like I love Blink One Eighty Two. Blink One Eighty Two is fantastic. They were a formative band growing up. I still have a lot of good memories of listening to their songs and playing their songs on guitar. But there's something weird about Blink One Eighty Two now that when you listen to it, <laughs> it's just you guys have families. You guys are in your forties, and uh, you guys are talking about like high school love yeah and just getting heartbroken it's just it's it's weird in a way and there's nothing against taylor swift about it but it's just something weird i was thinking just what happens when she meets a guy or like the guy is the guy whether they get married or it's a serious healthy relationship what happens to the music yeah you know because it's weird uh she talks about a lot a lot of stuff other than that, right? She talks about beefing with friends. She talks about like being lied to and getting backstabbed and stuff yeah. like that. But um Yeah. So, and also I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know what it is about her. But at some point I think after country, like remember when she came out and she was like pop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got kinda hot then. <laughs> and I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah, she does she like she got city hot. Yeah, she got, yeah, yeah, yeah. She that, got New York nope, City hot. Nailed it. I was trying to describe what you mean because I agree. And city hot. <laughs> she got New York City hot. That's what happened. She got New York City hot. Yeah, so. she did. Um. So are you talking about like her? What's gonna? What's it gonna be like listening to her old stuff when she's no, in a no, happy no, 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 no. Just, just, just like you hear her music and. I'm listening to it and listening to it and I go, yeah, this is fun. This is nice. But it's just, it's that. It's just, it's not really. A, it's not timeless music, of yeah. course, right? It's just pop music. But it's also just, 
you start to pick up like her style, right? You can tell it's a Taylor Swift song based off of her melodies. You can t- you can get it based off of how she's singing, like the not the timbre, but just you can get it on and how she's phrasing the lyrics and how she's phrasing the vocals and how she harmonizes mm-hmm. and how she now randomly likes to sing and then just starts talking halfway through yeah. it. Yeah, like she has a she has a definitive style now. And I was thinking, just this was a country girl. For like three albums, she was a country girl. Yeah. You know? And I, I don't think she lost it, but it's just, it's weird to hear country, then this, and then to imagine her in five, ten years. Right. That's the weird thing. When she's doing death metal. No, I don't <laughs> I don't think that. But it's just, I don't, it's just weird to me. I don't know. It's just really, really weird to me. So, and like your Blink-182 analogy is, you say it's weird hearing them now singing about like the t- teenage high school heart break and stuff like uh, that i mean it's not like well it's not like blink 182 always talks about that right like actually in blink 182's defense i haven't looked at i, I don't remember all their lyrics yeah because I, I haven't looked at their lyrics most recently so let's say we did but do like, you mean like them live now singing their old songs is weird or them making new songs about making the same new subjects is what yeah, i'm saying gotcha gotcha you know so if you think of something like uh so nine is their most recent song. So Happy Days is one of their singles. So if I look up lyrics. Uh, okay, so these are pretty cool. Actually, <laughs> so this is cool. Talking about being happy and trying to not be depressed. Right? Yeah. So being married is awesome. Right. Well, Having I mean, you can't, will you can't change your life. You definitely can't pigeonhole any band with off of just one or two things. Right. But it's just... Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird how you get how you get older and you think about. Okay, so here you go. She's out of her mind, which was one of the singles off of California, mm-hmm. which was one of their albums, which was the most recent album for the one that's coming out in 2019. Yeah, and it's talking about how she's antisocial. Uh, I'm in deep with this girl, but she's out of her mind. Whoa. <laughs> she's a babe. I'm sorry, but I'm crazy tonight. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, let me say wayho. Wayho. Yeah. So it's just because uh, it's just it's like, Mark, I know you have a wife that you love yeah. <laughs> in a healthy relationship, healthy family with she's out of her mind with it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. Maybe they yeah. had a rough night. So no, that's interesting. It's like they make music that will date itself, like in yes. the way that like certain TV shows, certain sitcoms are so aged like half of these jokes aren't relevant anymore stop making jokes about bill clinton because he's not yeah gonna be president forever and then people in 10 years it's it's you know what it is it's also just a dumb thought because i was just stuck in traffic and if i didn't try to think of these things i was gonna get enraged and just (laughs) yeah can i tell you i played i think some of the best hockey i've played in months Mm -hmm. on wednesday because i was so pissed off by the traffic (laughs) that i was flying i was just I had energy all the way to the last minute. I was just fucking on all. You know Mad Max when the end is just like fire shooting. Yeah, yeah, that was me. Just the whole time. Just I was just like fuck traffic, shiny and chrome. Yeah, <laughs> you're trying Valhalla, to make just... it to the gates of Valhalla in hockey. Basically, yeah. So you can't be really good at hockey if you're in like a great uh, mood. Um, it depends. Like to be honest, for me, I, if I'm in too good of a mood, uh, I'm bad because i'm too laid back yeah so it's almost just i don't have that push yep so it's just ah he um, i don't care if this guy gets behind me or like oh i don't care if 
Uh, like go for the puck, go ahead. Whatever, man. man. No, really, I've, I've 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 definitely been like that. Where it's just I like whatever poke at the puck, and the guy goes, "I'm like, okay, cool, whatever." Like it's just you take your foot off the gas a bit. Yeah. Which is why there's so many sports analogies, right? Of just especially those pre-game speeches. You know, like we gotta we gotta put this come come out the gate with the foot on the gas. Let's go. Like you had those. <laughs> those are real things though like you you got to wake up and attack it when it's a, a game that matters or when it's a championship game or whatever it is and when i'm in a too happy and friendly of a mood you know a, a guy takes a shot and i'll like chat with him as he after he shot i was like hey, that was a good shot went wide and he's like yeah yeah it's all right it's better it's still better than my wedge shot i'm like yeah man high five <laughs> like <laughs> as we're both turning and skating back up to the play like it's 100 percent Especially because I skate with my friends. Yeah. I'm like, fuck you, buddy. Like, it's not like that. Like on the other team? Yeah. It's just like, a, yeah, it's a pickup game with a whole bunch of guys oh, okay. from work. So it's, it. it's it's not like I hate these random people I'm playing against. Yeah. They're friends that, we're, that we it's have. It's not fun like with. Russia. <laughs> yeah. It's not. The U.S. against it's Russia. Not, it's not the Olympics. 1980. So it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. So no, I can, I'm 100%. If I'm too good of a mood, I'm way too laid back. I'm way too just, ah, whatever, you scored, good for you, man. That was a good shot, mm. you know? Nice. Yeah. But Wednesday, that was not the case. <laughs> that 91 traffic, though. That 91 traffic put me in a mood. <laughs> I So, the bright side, you're you're going to get real raged up for the next few <laughs> hockey games. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I, I'm hoping it doesn't take long. I feel like they're doing a good clip. Yeah, so, like... I was looking for stuff out of online. There's nothing online about it. I what if it's the, it's just a a prank, like these guys who found two hundred orange cones. Like, dude, let's take like ten miles of ninety one and turn it into a one lane highway. Let's see if they actually on follow both it. ways. Let's see if they follow it. Yeah. yeah. I I am shocked. I didn't see any cars just being like fuck this and like going through the cones because like yeah. there were no cops. There's no. It was cops. just cones, just and then cones. no more cones, yeah. and a, like a couple dump trucks. It's weird. What is going it's on? It's weird. It's weird. But yeah, um, hopefully I don't have to deal with it too much. You will. Yeah, I know. Thanks. You know what but... enrages me the most about it though is like when you know that the lane is merging into one, and there's someone behind you, and then there's like everybody's merged over like 200 feet early. And then one asshole goes, I want to get 200 foot ahead. Around, yeah. And then you got, it's, it's, you got to break more. And that just, it's like, you're adding to the problem. You know what I've done when that's happened? I've been so pissed before. I've just gone on that lane and just, and stopped. just <laughs> gone with the flow yep. of people who should oh, have been. Oh, 100%. Oh, I like that. Are you kidding? You, are you surprised that I would do that? No, but I'm going to do that. <laughs> on my way home from here and when I just, go on 91. And you, you see a whole bunch of people doing it and they're just fucking it up. Oh, I just go over and then I just go slow. Yeah. Slow. Just I, go with the same speed as the people yeah. in the Oh, no. I, I, in my stick, in my uh, in my stick shift, I'll just pop it in neutral and just let my car float as slow <laughs> as it does until it stops moving. All 100%. Oh, and they're flashing juicy. their lights and honking. It's oh, just, yeah. Well, and then the second they like they start to like get angry, I just whoop, I shoot off. <laughs> You're like, whatever, bro. I'm listening to the new Taylor Swift album. <laughs> it's just, it's, um, yeah, just fuck you, man. Stop adding to the problem. Yeah. Just fuck you. Speaking of the problem. Yes. The Amazon rainforest is a problem right now. Yes. And you know what's funny? <laughs> this isn't, for those of you listening, this is not the bad news we've been talking about. <laughs> 
this this is less of a problem <laughs> than what, this crisis our planet is going under pales in comparison to the bad news we're gonna bring up later so it's been what three weeks now it's been burning i guess i honestly like just heard about it i have no idea what's going on uh amazon rainforest has been burning um, it's just like on fire a huge forest it's just fire. getting burned down yikes yeah like do we know what caused it? Or? Uh, there's been a lot of like internet talk about how it was an oil company that lost the rights to the forest to the indigenous <laughs> tribes. Fucking so laid it up. somebody accidentally maybe flicked a cigarette into... I feel like the Amazon rainforest shouldn't burn that well because it's a fucking sponge. If it's dry. Yeah, I guess. If it's dry, it will. Uh, hang on, wow. Amazon... I'm going to go to out of the loop, although I don't even think it's going to be on out of the loop because... Nobody's as out of the loop as I am. Okay, you ready? Here's what's really happening with the Amazon rainforest. Uh, I'm going to give the shout out to Alexandria Simons. Um, the number of fires identified by satellite images in the Amazon so far this month is the highest since 2010. Mm-hmm. So the number of fires identified by the agency so far this year is 40,341. Uh, so that's a lot of fires. Uh, the fires, natural fires are rare. And the majority of these fires were set by farmers preparing Amazon adjacent farmland for next year's crops and pasture. Mm. So humans fucked it up. Uh, much of the land that is burning was not old growth rainforest, but land that had already been cleared of trees and set for agricultural use. Uh, da, 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 da. So maybe this isn't as. Oh, yeah, it has. I see an article. The Amazon is burning at alarming rate in smoke-covered Sao Paulo. And the top comment is, Hi, guys. I live in Sao Paulo. I don't think the title quite conveys our experience. The sun didn't rise today. It was night for an entire day. It didn't smell like smoke. Nobody knew what the hell was going on. All we know, all this gigantic city when 12 million people was aware of, is that something profoundly wrong was happening. Uh, So... I guess they don't. The Amazon is often referred to as Earth's lungs because its vast forests Mm. release oxygen and store carbon dioxide, a heat-trapping gas that is a major cause of global warming. If enough rainforest is lost and can't be restored, the area will become savanna, which doesn't store as much carbon, meaning a reduction in the planet's lung capacity. So these fires were not caused by climate change. They were, by and large, set by humans. However, climate change can make these fires worse. Fires burn hotter and spread more quickly under the warmer and drier conditions. Mm. So we started it, and we also caused it to uh, accelerate. So yay us. (laughs) We did it. Humans. Yeah. So way to go, human race. Way to fucking kill shit. Yeah. Yuck. Yuck, yuck, um yuck. so apparently the reason sao paulo had no idea what was going on is because they are very far from the fires but like the the area where the fire was compared with the wind trajectory just all the smoke went that way yeah that's crazy there was no day it was night for <laughs> uh, the sun didn't rise today <laughs> yeah yeah that's and like the fact that it didn't even smell like smoke that's crazy because like that is crazy i guess if it's just all the soot and whatever it wouldn't really smell like smoke I guess. I guess. I think I was in Europe when the volcano went off. What volcano? Remember there was a volcano that went off and it like shut down all the flights in Europe? No. When? No? It's like 2010. Oh, wow. Not really. Yeah. Uh, was it 2010 or was it 2000 and... 
13, 14. Where was the volcano? Maybe 2013, 14. Um, I think it was north. I think it was a European country. I forget. I forget the details, but I remember that happening. Like all the planes were shut down. No, I wasn't. I wasn't flying. I think it was 2014. Mount Etna yeah. in uh, Sicily in 2014. Yep. Yep. Wow. I think I think I just missed it. I think I just missed it when that happened. Interesting. Yeah. So the news. Oh, do you want to? Well, actually, hold on. There's more news. We could keep putting it off. <laughs> this is another thing, because I, I was just browsing on out of the loop to get myself caught up on the things, the Amazon rainforest, and I scrolled really quickly past. So what's the deal with President Trump trying to buy Greenland? <laughs> I don't know. I think he just wanted it. So apparently it would give us a way bigger claim over the North Pole. Why do we need the North Pole? Who knows? Because that's how you make America great again. That's how you make Christmas great again. You get Santa's home. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's just... I think Trump's a genius. Elaborate. I think he knows that he can just say and do whatever the fuck he wants. He fully knows that. I and he you. knows that people will just blow up about that and not the actual shit that's happening. Yeah. So if he just says, I'm going to buy greenland and if they don't let me then fuck you no it's like there's this terrible crisis going on with uh mexican parents getting stolen from their children and their children are being given like pizza on the floor oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh i'm gonna buy greenland oh my gosh can you believe what he's doing he's gonna buy greenland what a cuckoo bananas man it's like oh or like this bill is gonna pass it's gonna remove you know financial care for lower income people to pay medical bills or yeah. some bullshit and he's just I think that, you know, I'm going after the North Pole. <laughs> yeah, the media, the media are, the, are terrorists, and it's just, <laughs> just that, that, that's all. <laughs> you can't say that. That's all. You remember the Family Guy episode when Lois just goes nine eleven, and everybody goes, <gasps> and they all start. That's yeah. basically what all this is at this point. Yeah. It's just nine uh, eleven. Everybody goes, <gasps> it's just nine eleven. Ah, yeah exactly that's, that's all it is out. it's all just fucking noise i think that he also has just a bunch of tweets and a hat that he could pull out if things are getting bad tweet one of these things to deflect yeah. oh the deflection this one tweets. says by greenland <laughs> <laughs> so i have a co-worker a company i work for is international uh and i have a co-worker who lives in denmark which currently owns <laughs> Greenland. Yes. I actually have a lot of coworkers that live in Denmark. Um, and Denmark owns Greenland, owns Greenland. And this coworker was born and raised in Greenland. And oh. he does not want this to happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> and we've just been trolling the ever living hell out of him over email because <laughs> he started it. He said, You guys will never buy Greenland. I will not let it happen. <laughs> you know what's going to be really not funny? Yeah. When we go to war. With Denmark for Greenland. <sighs> you just, you react as if that's not a possibility. Like that hasn't crossed I mean, his mind. Like, 
Oh, I, you don't want to sell it to us? Hey, we wanted we wanted to play nice. We offered all the money. We have all the money, and we told you, you we will give you the best of deals. We got the best money. The best money. <laughs> we have the best money in the world. Our economy is the strongest. Our people are the greatest. We have the greatest workforce. We were going to give you the best of money in the world and now at we're the fairest deal <laughs> possible. But no, she didn't want to do it. The De- Denmark didn't want to do it. So now we have to do it the American way. And we're going to do it with the power of America. With these fine men and fine women of America <laughs> taking Greenland <laughs> the way America does things. All right. All right. <laughs> and then he sends the seventh fucking seventh fleet, the, the seventh super battle group over in fucking next thing you know it's like hey the carrier group is sending out bombers <laughs> to attack denmark because denmark will not relent with greenland and then after a week of bombing denmark gives up greenland and then trump says like i said we have the strongest <laughs> like the <I> best. Said. <laughs> we, you got a fairly good trump going we had the strongest american military and blah 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 like that that's that's what it's yeah gonna be. who the fuck knows that's we exactly live in a be. fucking cartoon show at this point <laughs> that's what it's gonna be um so Here's what I would like. I think we're ready for our big news, but I would like you to play the part of one of the big companies as Donald Trump. <laughs> so I will set the okay, stage okay, for okay. you. Okay. You, you're going to tell me who I'm going to be, right? I mean, I don't know. You choose who you Honestly, I think you could be both. <laughs> I think that impression fits both of these companies because we still don't know what the fuck is going on. Let me get it out there. Let okay. me set the stage for you. Okay. Spider-Man is dead. <laughs> And the world is terrible. So Sony, like, it's so crazy how little we actually know because of how many random reports are coming out. What do you, because I have an idea of, I I think I know what's going on. I read it up. I read up on it today in detail. Okay. So Disney and Sony reevaluated their deal to share the rights to Spider-Man in the that Marvel Studios and Sony because it's still owned by Sony. So they still have the final say in everything that happens, but they shared the movies were going to be produced by, sorry, by Kevin Kevin Feige and Marvel Studios and like published or uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of distributed, distributed by Sony. And I think the current deal they have set up right now is for profits is 2080. Disney gets 20% and Sony gets 80, I think. Disney gets 5%. 5. Wow. 5% of the movie. They get 100% of the merchandising deal. So any action figures. Oh. Yeah. Any action figures, any video games, any merchandise of Spider-Man, they retain. Oh. However, on the movie side, they only get 5%. Well, that's crazy. That's why Disney... Like, the movies don't even do near merchandising for fucking Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. You think of rides, you think of posters, you think of cards, you think of comics, you think of basically anything that has a yeah. Spider-Man on it is... That's not a, that's, that's not the movie. They get they get that prop. They get yeah. that profit. So, supposedly, the first news we heard was Disney came to the table and said, we want 50% of the movie. Yes. Uh, like, we have made... Spider-Man, your most successful movie ever. We want 50%. Because Spider-Man Far From Home is Sony's first billion dollar movie. Uh, It is their highest grossing movie since uh, Skyfall. Yeah. 
Wait, so Skyfall did more? Skyfall was doing more. Before, oh, okay. But Skyfall was their number one shining golden child. Got it. This is the highest grossing film of Sony. Yeah. And then Spider-Man came in and said, okay, now it's my turn. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah. So not since Skyfall, like, it's it's like their highest grossing film now, period, right? Yeah. It beat Skyfall? Okay, yeah, it got beat it, Skyfall. Got it. Um, and we heard that Sony or Disney said we want 50% and Sony said no end of story then we found out that uh disney actually asked for 30 percent. did you hear that i did not i heard they came back with different offers sony and disney came back with other offers after sony immediately walked away and just said go fuck yourself you want 50 percent? no and was this since the initial news broke yeah that they've severed ties but then everybody's like well no, it's not they, final yet. they severed ties immediately off of that and then i think disney came back with a uh, I think Sony came back actually and was just, how about not fifty? How about, how about you know, fifteen? Oh. And then Disney was like, wah, 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 wah. that's and, preposterous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's preposterous. Yeah. Whatever you're fucking. <laughs> that's absurd. That's absurd. We have the best heroes. <laughs> we have all the heroes. Uh-huh. We have all the heroes. We have Fox. I tried we to have, give 50%, which is more than fair. We have Marvel. I don't know who I'm doing. I can't do we this. We have accent. all. We, I, I'm not doing it. I'm just, I'm just sounding like a bitchy child. Yeah. It just sounds, happens to sound like him. <laughs> but it's just, um, it's just, at this point, I don't think anybody knows what's happening in talks. Exactly. But everybody knows that right now, there's a very likely possibility that this is severed. Yeah. I think Sony came back after they Disney rejected the offer, and Sony said we don't want uh, Marvel producing the movie. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Going so we don't want Kevin Feige. So like it's not a yeah. Oh, and then I saw a thing where Sony said Kevin Feige has too much on his plate, mm-hmm. and we don't want Spider Man to just be one of those things on his plate. And they were doing that as a shot across the bow about the Disney streaming plus yeah shows that are coming out with Wandavision it's, and everything else. It's weird. Well, Disney's like it's a little shot at Kevin too to be oh Kevin's so busy oh we want to make sure he's okay Kevin don't worry about Spider Man we'll handle it that's how it comes oh out. that's not that's not how I took it it's that's how I took Kevin's it. too busy we don't trust him with our baby uh why because he fucked up the baby last time <laughs> yeah right because <laughs> he, he's fucked all the babies up like <laughs> since he's touched these or no has for ten years has the guy been taking the baby throwing it in the air and then bazooka shooting it out the fucking stadium every single time because guess what I don't understand this analogy anymore that's that has he's been doing it. he's been knocking shit out the park for ten years bazooking now. babies out of the park and yeah and now you think he's been grand slamming babies out of the park for ten years and you think now he's gonna fuck it up. Oh no, not not Kevin. He's too busy. Kevin has so much on his plate. Yeah, he's a busy boy. Disney's getting real. They're showing off their muscle. What? <laughs> there was a beautiful meme about this where it was from Infinity War. Yeah, with Rocket and uh, uh, Winter Soldier mm-hmm. with Bucky, and instead of saying how much for the arm, he goes how much for Spider Man, and he goes not for sale. And he goes, how much for the company? Yeah. <laughs> and he says, oh, I'm going to get that company. <laughs> I'm going to get that company. I'm going to get that arm. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get that company. Yeah. So that was, a, that was a joke going around about how Walt Disney <clears throat> is probably now at this point, if they wanted to, they could probably really muscle Sony and just say, we're just going to buy you. So I heard 
there's also rumors that Apple is looking to buy Sony. That's so that was my thing. I was saying, what if Apple? Because Apple just launched their own streaming service. Yeah. What if they came out of left fucking field and came to Sony and said, "Sony, let us go to war. We have the big guns. We can do this. Come to Uncle Tim. <laughs> come. We'll come. fight Uncle Bob. Yeah. It's just we can do this." And Sony's like, ah, oh, this is our... No, no Sony. No, no, sh- 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 here, take this stack of money. <laughs> let us, let us, let us fight for you. Yeah. We can, we can win this fight. Just give us Spider-Man. <laughs> give us anything Marvel-based. So that's actually different than what I was thinking. Give us so, Venom. <laughs> I heard that if Apple buys Sony, the Marvel properties, so that I, the Sony owning the Marvel properties is set up in a way where if they were ever bought out, the properties don't go with them. Ooh. The properties go to Sony, not whatever parents company Sony would ever fall under. So they would get released back to Marvel, in which case Disney would be like, yo, Marvel. So what if me, so what if me. Apple just bought Spider-Man and Sony said, we'll sell you the rights and you can negotiate with Marvel instead. They wouldn't be able to. Why? Because you just said you just said they're Sony's rights. They're Sony's rights. So not not buying Sony the company, buying the Spider Man rights. <sighs> it's like, hey, they wanted think... 50 50. How about you just give us a billion dollars and we'll just give you all the Spider Man stuff? And you can you can argue with Disney. And then you have the Giants, you have Goliath versus Goliath. I don't think that would be interesting. <laughs> Man, that would be interesting. <laughs> but I don't think they would because Apple wants to buy them for the PlayStation. Sony for the PlayStation. Yeah. Why would they want that? PlayStation's been their only profitable division for like seven years or something like that. Like they keep pouring money into everything and or Sony PlayStation's been the most profitable division for like right. seven years or they, something. They've fallen behind everywhere else. Like uh devices. Music, devices. Yeah, music yeah. is uh, uh, device like TVs, smart devices, phones. They basically. Although I do like how in uh, Into the Spider Verse, uh, he's wearing Sony headphones. Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. But at the same time, Spider Verse Two, he's going to be wearing Beats. <laughs> but at the same time, mark my words. What if they bought Spider Man? That just sounds cuckoo bananas. Like, why would Apple just be like? Because they just launched a streaming service that wants to attract and attach to a different demographic and ride the wave of superheroes. Yeah. Yeah. And what if they're willing to play ball? Yeah. And this is how they get exclusive content on their end. They just say, "Hey, we're gonna buy it this and or Sony. We'll we'll, we'll make it so we can bargain with Disney." Disney says, "We want fifty fifty. Apple says, 60-40, Take it or leave it." Then Disney says, "Okay." Next thing you know, <laughs> what the fuck? Now you have Apple and Disney working basically. The world is now owned by two companies. <laughs> yeah. It's, in 10 years, it's going to be, oh, do you work for Apple or Disney? <laughs> that will be it. You already have an answer to one of those. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just, it's like, oh, man. And we both used to have the opposite answer. <laughs> yes. So it's it's fun. It's fun. It's anyway. So your thoughts. Uh, what do you think is going to happen first of all start with that what do you think is going to happen either they work it out in some way or or everybody loses has tom holland come out and said anything about this no and i feel so bad for him because he's he still is he's on contract for what two more movies i think two more movies 
which could have been like Spider-Man 3 and Avengers 5 or whatever. Does he have any say in that? Nope. He's under contract. So he, he just has to he go. He does whatever the movie does. And then there are also rumors it was like the next Spider-Man will still be Tom Holland and the director, Matt Reeves, I think, the guy who directed Spider-Man 1 and 2, which were fantastic. Like, let him keep doing him. But then it came out, oh, actually, that dude's not under contract. So the next Spider-Man movie could be whatever. And then they are, a lot of people are guessing that the reason Sony is doing this is because they think, oh, we finally did it all by ourselves. We finally made our most profitable movie with Spider-Man. Has nothing to do with that, that Kevin dude. Um, that's Kevin and guy. Venom was amazing. We got this in the bag. Let's take it back so we could do a Tom Holland Venom crossover. That is what the next movie gonna, is going to be. 100%. Because that's all they have. Yeah. Or it's going to be Spider-Man 3 following up the re- with the repercussions from Spider-Man 2. You saw it, right? Far From Home? Yeah. Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. The Spider-Man is Peter Parker. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> my my friend made an interesting point. <laughs> what? Because they just threw Amazing Spider-Man just out the window. They made Amazing Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2, and then they just canceled the series. Amazing Spider-Man 2 ends in the middle of a fight. Like, it is a total cliffhanger. Like, uh, did you see it? At the very end of the movie, don't see it. So I'm going to spoil it for you. The second I heard of, of, was Andrew Garfield? Yeah. Being a Spider-Man, I just went... 35-year-old. Yeah, I just just went, no, Tobey Maguire is my Spider-Man, and uh, Kirsten Dunst is my MJ. And until there's something that can compete with that, fuck off. Yeah. Um, which Tom Holland is the new Spider-Man. Sorry, Tobey Maguire. No, no, he is 100%. Oh, no, yeah. no. Perfect. He is the perfect Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, but it ends with <laughs> Spider-Man suiting up and Rhino played by Paul Giamatti, who is barely in this movie, who is basically in this movie to set up his character for the third movie. Paul Giamatti. And Paul is Giamatti a- was a crazy fucking Russian trucker with like head tattoos. And he makes this mech suit of a rhino instead of like, I forget how, what they did to him in the comics to make him a rhino. But he's basically a human rhino. But um, he like suits up this mech suit and starts charging down the street at Spider-Man. And Spider-Man like picks up a manhole cover and flings it out and it cuts to black. It's like amazing Spider-Man two, and then that's how that series ends because they, they never touched it. it. Yeah. What if? What if they do that again? No, no, with no. Tom no. Holland. It ends what if with- they don't even do it with Tom Holland? They just get Andrew Garfield and Paul G. No. What if they had the third movie of Amazing Spider-Man on deck, and now they have the power to not release a. a a Tom Holland movie mm-hmm. and they just released the Andrew Garfield third Spider-Man third Amazing Spider-Man yeah and they just save Tom and they just let him fester and they <sighs> wait they wait for more negotiations to get more money out of Disney and they just go we're, we can, we're gonna wear <sighs> Disney down we're gonna wear down Kevin in the MCU we're gonna we're gonna take them I don't think they'd be able to I think they need to sever their deal to make another Andrew Garfield movie which they're not gonna do they were not profitable and they had terrible reviews I don't want another Sony reboot. No. <laughs> we had three in like 10 years. And into the Spider-Verse. It's so like three uh, and a half. I wouldn't mind a live action Spider-Gwen. Yeah. That'd be pretty badass. Which that's another thing that they're considering. Like, if Sony really wants to do this, they have different plans for Spider-Man than the MCU. Because MCU Spider-Man is very different from classic Spider-Man. Like, people want Miles Morales. 
like it's Spider-Verse. They want Spider-Gwen. They want the Sinister Six, which they're definitely setting up in the Spider-Man movies. They set up at the end of the first one, but they didn't really touch in this one. Although Mysterio, who's definitely still alive, could be part of the Sinister Six. They could bring in Venom to probably not be part of the Sinister Six, but be in that. They could get Miles Morales and Spider-Gwen in there. Everybody has a great time. That would be really fun to see. That would get people in the theater. I'm just trying to imagine Tom Holland and Tom Hardy. Yeah, right. Like, working together in a scene. And it's just... I I can't picture it. Yeah. Because I think Tom Hardy, I think of all of his serious roles. Which is not Eddie Brock. I think... (laughs) But that's my point. It's like, I think of Tom Hardy, and I think of... Immediately, I think of, like, Inception, The Revenant. I think of just these films, and then him with just... Like, hey, Mr. Stark. Just Tom Holland right next to him. Just, Just, this is... A weird image in my head. Hey, I don't think you should kill those police officers <laughs> or whatever this fucking terrible accent was in that movie. <laughs> we can do whatever we want. Did he do the Venom voice too? I don't know, actually. It's a good question. I feel like he did. Yeah. You know what I've been going back into? Mm-hmm. Uh, not by watching it really, but just reading about it. Mm-hmm. The Lord of the Rings. Oh my God. And I didn't know Smog was based off of Benedict Cumberbatch. It wasn't based off of anything they had pre-designed in the sense of this is oh, how like he's going to... Oh, like the CGI? Yeah, they were. Yeah, he fucking crawled around on the ground like a yeah, wizard. <laughs> I heard I heard he was crawling and... and Dude, watch the videos of it. Falling. It's A, hilarious, and B, fucking impressive that yeah. he put that much work into being a dragon. Right. But like that, a 300-foot dragon. But that's why he's also... That, that, that smog has also been heralded as the greatest depiction of a dragon in film. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not like let's make this weird dragon face move when this human talks. Like, no, let's. It's almost like a reptile cat. Yeah, like the way he moves around and he his neck slinks. slinks around. He snakes around, but yeah. then he's. It, it's weird. It's really I also weird. loved his voice in it. It is yeah. so deep and bassy. And I saw that movie in IMAX, and it shook the theater. And it, like he he does it on a talk show in uh, in England. Yeah. When they asked him, they said, with a uh, fucking I know the talk show you're thinking of. Yeah, I love that show. Yeah, so much. I love it. I love it too. And uh, Graham like, Norton. Graham Norton. Yeah, and he goes, "Can you can you do the smog voice?" And he, goes, <laughs> and he does it. I smell. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, oh man, he does this thing. Like I saw, I also saw like a YouTube video of like how the voice he does isn't just a deep voice. He like does this thing in the back of his throat. Oh, it's so cool. But you know what? I You know where I, I think this is the film that I like his voice the most, mm. which is weird because it's just his normal voice, is Star Trek. Yeah. When he's Khan and he's he's in Kirk's walking away or yeah. Chris Pine's walking away and he goes, uh, he goes, what did he say? He just goes, um, having engine troubles, Captain. <laughs> and, he, and he stops. He turns around and he goes, warp core not functioning properly. Just... <laughs> <laughs> and like the, just the That's way because it's he says it slow and low and knowingly says them. yeah exactly and he, he just goes that movie was amazing yeah and he just goes excuse me and he goes how convenient for your warp engines to fail on the edge of klingon space in the middle of of such turbulent times captain <laughs> like it just it's just mm. oh, i just want to hear him mm. yeah exactly i just want to hear him talk <laughs> to chris pine and chris pine is the perfect Captain Kirk. Oh, he's great. Young Captain. He's the perfect one. And just seeing them go back and forth is the perfect dichotomy of this completely composed, like, 
hyper intelligent knowing person yeah versus this emotionally wrecked like confused captain Panicked. guy who just yeah man who just like lost his father figure yeah you know just mm. a week earlier and it, it's such a cool back and forth and it's just uh yeah yeah that almost reminds me in a way more funny less terrifying scene i rewatched endgame again um, <laughs> i bought it <laughs> did it, you watch it costco blu-ray and digital download yes, 22 dollars. Yes. i didn't watch it still wrap it's still wrapped up yeah it's still just, <laughs> just but uh a scene in it i love is when they go to tony to ask him about time travel he's like no and then they go to hulk and they try it and it like keeps fucking up and he turns into a baby and then an old man yeah. and then a teenager and whatever and then cap goes outside to just like take a breather and tony pulls up in his e-tron <laughs> and he pulls up goes a little too far backs up rolls down the window looks up and he goes why the long face just turn him into a baby <laughs> like it's so good <laughs> he just knew right off the bat <laughs> like that he didn't even know that they were doing tests on scott and they were trying to but like, he knew that they would keep trying that they would do that like yeah. oh man such a good tony moment my long face turn him into a baby <laughs> or no let me guess he turned into a baby <laughs> i love i love an end game when he's just they plant the seed of just, is this possible? And he's outside and he goes, this is impossible. And then you go, why is it impossible? And he, he has to like, and it's cool because he's so, and we've talked about this, how he's in an, a nature setting. Yeah. Completely devoid of technology. Yep. And then he he's goes, like, because that messes with the Planck scale and the, the yeah, thing yeah, yeah. And, anomaly. And then he just starts <laughs> dropping like all this super high level physic, <laughs> yeah. like, crazy shit. And it's just like, wow, he's, He's definitely still Tony Stark. Yep. And then <laughs> just Tony in the woods. And then of course, yeah. <laughs> and then you see it. Then even inside the house, she goes, "If you guys don't talk, you guys can have dinner. We have lemonade." Just, yeah. But oh, then once they leave, and he's just thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it, and then he goes to his table and just whoop. <laughs> here's like another Jarvis system, yeah, exactly like, like AR. And it's like, oh yeah, Tony hasn't changed that much. Yeah. And he's oh, still so good. And he's doing. You could see that. But know, I like how it's like in the basement. Like it's like Dad's workshop that he keeps yeah. in the basement. He still works on his old hobbies. Like when he goes upstairs, it's like Morgan's bedroom and then yeah. like the living room and she's like sipping coffee and watching TV and like there's no Tony shit anywhere. Yeah. But then in the basement, he's got that little table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, let's see what I can do. <laughs> I love that movie so much. And also I like the fact that, you know what I really like? And they did this with Thor and they exaggerated it with Thor, mm-hmm. but they didn't make Tony, they didn't make Robert Downey Jr. dye his hair to give it to the grays. They didn't make him, yeah. they didn't try to hide the fact that, no, Tony is older. Yeah, exactly. And he went through a lot. Like, it looked like he it was he like had highlights in his hair. He lost muscle mass. He's yeah. not as big as he was in Iron Man 3 or yep. even the first two Avengers. He doesn't look as spry and, and young. He has yeah. wrinkles. It's just, and it's cool because Steve Rogers is still, they made him look still <laughs> super, super this young. A nice young boy. Yeah, exactly. So it, it was <laughs> just <laughs> what do you think of a venom and tom holland movie i have let's seen assume venom. that's next let's assume that's next now would it be more venom or would it be more spider-man so everything that people have been saying and this obviously isn't sony is people think sony wants tom holland to appear in venom 2 because like is that kind of a movie 
Yeah, I don't know. It depends on his role. Like, it could be like Iron Man appearing in Homecoming. He was pretty in that movie. Yeah. Like, he was only here for like a couple scenes here and there, but like, he was a decent part of that movie. Right. Like, story wise. Yeah. Like, even when he wasn't present on screen, you know, like, Peter was still acting in a way because of Tony Stark and stuff like that. So. It could be like that where like Venom knows that there's the Spider-Man guy and like Venom is the anti-hero and sometimes he's a straight up villain for Spider-Man. Um, so I think they're portraying him as an anti-hero. He gets his own movie. He's more or less the good guy because there's a worse guy. Yeah. So I think a Venom featuring Spider-Man could be like Venom versus Carnage. And they're, he's trying to, like, not get on Spider-Man's bad side or something like that. Or he's trying to avoid detection by Spider-Man. But I don't know. I don't care. Because I haven't seen Venom and I heard it was dumb. I saw Venom. Yeah. I just it wasn't like dumb. It. it was good? Bad? It was not a bad uh, superhero movie. Yeah. It, w- it wasn't it was decent. It was, it was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It was... Uh, some of it, like once you, the, the the biggest problem was Tom Hardy because when I think of Tom Hardy, I think of Warrior. I think of, I think of Bronson. Yeah, I think of that, and that's what I expected. I expected this masterful, super in depth, in like in depth character that was fleshed out by Tom Hardy and brought to life. And it wasn't that. It was just Tom Hardy acting. I think something's wrong with me. Like, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I think Tom Hardy did a fantastic job in that movie. But that movie was just a fun blockbuster movie. Yeah. You know, it wasn't designed. Just, it was a Sony superhero movie. It wasn't designed to pull the heartstrings. It wasn't designed to yeah. really dig down into your soul and make you want to get Venom 2. It didn't really, it didn't do anything that Marvel movies do. Right. It was because it wasn't designed for that. It wasn't designed to set up a bigger thing. Mm-hmm. It was designed to just be, it's a Venom movie. To get people <laughs> to buy a ticket. Yeah. That's yeah. what it was. And you could tell. So it was fine for what it was. Uh, I didn't hate it. Like most people said, I didn't hate the movie. I don't think a lot of people hated it. I think it's the opposite of Lover to Hate It, where everybody was like, yeah. Yeah, it's just because you have two things that are working against it. It's a Marvel character, and it has Tom Hardy. Yeah. So you expect a Tom Hardy performance, and you expect Marvel-level thinking on the high end. Yeah. And Tom Hardy was... It's not a role Tom Hardy... Well, I don't know why they chose Tom Hardy. (laughs) My only guess is like, so it started with Heath Ledger, right? Heath Ledger got Joker and everyone's like, oh, it's going to be terrible. He's totally not right for that at all. Cause people want just a caricature, someone who's like already basically the Joker. And then they get Heath Ledger and he freaking knocks it out of the park. And then they do that over and over again with the MCU. It's like, oh, we're picking this person to play this role. It's like, what? That's crazy. Bah. True. And then they keep knocking it out of the park. And they're like, we're going to get Tom Hardy. We're going to get this guy who basically does indie movies and Christopher Nolan movies. And it's like, that's like saying we're going to get Leonardo DiCaprio to be, you know, somebody from the Fantastic Four. It's yeah, just, exactly. It's just like, excuse me. It's just. Yeah. But then what? he gets on set and they're like, all right, we want you to do this fucking dumb accent, even though you live in San Francisco. <laughs> like do this uh, caricature of a Brooklyn accent or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Even though you don't live on the East Coast. Yeah uh okay sure sure yeah um, that works so there were some things that worked against it but overall it wasn't a bad time yeah it was i actually recommend watching it i do want to see it eventually 
Yeah, I actually do recommend watching it. It's just because Tom Hardy does make it a good movie. Mm-hmm. I think if you didn't have Tom Hardy, it would be a bad movie. It's just mm. the problem is with Tom Hardy, the bar gets put pretty high. Right. I'm not putting that bar down any lower. Just And uh, Riz Ahmed as the bad guy. He's he great. did a really good bad guy. Yeah. He did a really good bad guy almost to the point where I, up until a certain point, you almost sympathize with him because he's kind of kind. Mm-hmm at first and then you see him completely flip and then he goes oh fuck him but he did a good job up to that point of being this friendly happy guy of just hey i'm just trying to accomplish my goals in life and yeah do what i can for my career and just like that that's that's how you see him so yeah. it's just oh he's not that bad yeah maybe he's got some weird shit going on but he's not the worst guy and then he does some crazy weird horrible shit and he goes ooh, <laughs> ooh you do psycho <laughs> don't do that don't do that yeah so that's and then you saw the post credit scene right yeah where it's like it was woody harrelson right as carnage the girl the guy who plays carnage or the See, guy who becomes carnage yeah i don't know carnage so he's straight up evil version of venom and he's red and he's crazy yeah i don't know carnage he's played by a he's who like, owns a uh, hulk Marvel. Marvel. So Disney. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, imagine if Sony Uh, had, imagine if Sony had those rights and they came out with Ed Norton Hulk 2 and they came out. No, Eric Bana. (laughs) Oh, Eric Bana. Remember that one? Highlighter Green Hulk. Maybe that one. I think that one might be better than the Ed Norton one. Nope. No? The Ed Norton Norton movie is not good, but it is better than the Eric Bana one. Yeah, than Ed Norton. Ed Norton. Right, the bad guy in a Hulk one, they or that one was dogs. You remember that there were big wolves in the woods that he had to kill to protect. No, so that's that's how much I purged that from my memory. They did an interesting thing with that movie where they had a lot of visual, like it was styled to look like comic book pains. So like you would see multiple things happening on screen at the same time. Like you would see Hulk running through a hallway and then you'd see like a, like a swoop in and then you'd see soldiers running the opposite direction in the hallway and they would like pan over and stuff like that. And like scene transitions would look like you're looking from one scene over to the next comic. Right, right, right. That was interesting. Garbage movie. Um, there was also a scene where he just hops across the desert, <laughs> taking like two mile jumps and then boing, boy <laughs> it's so funny anyway i don't remember the banner movie so. i do think there is something with hulk where marvel owns the rights to the character but not the movie rights or something maybe that's why they like they can't a make hulk a hulk movie, movie. yeah that's I, why they I haven't think done there's one. something like that so spider-man do you think it's more likely that spider-man will be in like the venom verse first or that we will see Spider-Man 3 first. Or at all. I think if Sony if Sony holds out, yeah. We see a Spider-Man 3 with Venom in it. Mm. Interesting. That's what I think. I think if cuz I think Sony knows if they do this and they commit, they have one shot to get the well it could be good crowd and then that's it. Either it hits or it misses and yeah. then they're fucked. And that's it. And I really think that they're making a mistake. And I think that once that misses, they're going to go back to Disney on the table and say, do you guys still want Spider-Man? That's what I think. (laughs) And they're going to be like, fuck you. Yeah, we'll take him. (laughs) Because really, okay. First, to answer your question, first of all, 
that's what I think. I think we're going to see a Spider-Man 3, that's a Spider-Man versus Venom movie because yeah. they have the rights, so why wouldn't they? I think if Disney wins and they get it back, the world is right. The world is just. Things, everything moves on. And we'll get Spider-Man 3 and then we'll get like the new Avengers in a few Ooh. years. Right. However, I also realized that Stanley's daughter said she wants Sony to win this one. Because they, she said uh, Disney's been treating her father like shit. And when he she died, also was under investigation for elderly negligence or whatever. Because she? she is a terrible daughter to Stan Lee. Was she really? Yeah. Every comment I read on Reddit was like, yeah, that sounds like it sucks. But coming from her? <laughs> and there's, Fair enough. There is a line of like... Someone made a meme of there was a quote from the article where she said, "You couldn't be any worse to him." And it's that clip from L.A. Noir that says, "Press X to doubt." <laughs> it's, he's just going. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think if uh, yeah, if Disney and, and Marvel Studios get win this deal, uh, I think everything is fine. I think the problem is if they don't. Um, yeah, I think Sony blows it because if Sony doubles down on it and says, "Look." We will be successful with that first movie, at least. The first next movie? The first, if we retain the rights. If we fuck it up, we can always go back to the table for Tom Holland's final movie in the contract. Mm -hmm. And then we can get a 50-50 split with Disney. Mm. Because Disney shouldn't, at that point, bury themselves to say, we don't want Spider-Man in the MCU. Because they know Disney's overcommitted. And, like, he's too valuable. Like he's a, been, he, he's a main he's he's been already placed in line to replace Iron Man. Yeah, he is the leader of the Avengers now, and that is he, is, though? he probably will be. Yeah, that's what they're trying to set him up to be. I think right. the next ensemble movie will be him maybe trying to prove that to everybody else. You know, I guess, or maybe he's not the next leader of the Avengers, but he's the next Iron Man. And I right. guess you could say Cap is the leader of the Cap Avengers. is the leader. I always yeah. thought Cap was the leader. I, Which, he retired. Who would take over? Falcon? Uh, uh, Rhodes. No. You mean the... Why not Rhodes? War Machine? Yeah. I don't know. That just doesn't... That's like not a thing. He's always like a secondary character. I think it would be Falcon because Falcon's... We're getting a whole TV show about what he's doing next with Winter Soldier. Uh, which they are fitting him for his own Captain America suit, so he's going to have the stars and stripes. No. Yes, that's... I don't want to see that. You know that's a thing, right? Yeah, I just... After Steve Rogers, there have been other Captain Americas. One of them was actually Bucky, and he was just straight up Captain America. Like, he looked just like Captain America. And then Falcon was like red, white, and blue Falcon with the shield. I'd rather see a Falcon suit that's red, white, and blue than him just putting on Steve Rogers. Oh, yeah. That's what it is. It's like a Captain America-ified Oh, I thought it was just, yeah, go to, go take Steve's suits. No, no. (laughs) Go in the closet and we'll size it up a little bit. No, it's like red, white, and blue Falcon suit. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, Picture like a mix of Steve's suit. You have War Machine. You have Winter Soldier. You have... Falcon, Falcon, you have the Guardians, you got Thor. Guardians, you have Thor, you have Ant-Man. You got Ant-Man, you got Doctor Strange, you got Black Panther. Um, Black Panther is probably the leader, right? Of the Avengers? Yeah. I don't think so. He's the king of Wakanda and the leader of the Wakandan army. So he's got his plates full like Kevin Feige. 
I guess. I mean, it just. Well, I feel like because I always thought because even even Iron Man did it in the movies. He always turned to Cap for the real decision making. Mm. You know what I mean? Like even the very first Avengers, he goes yeah. call a Cap, call a Cap, call a Cap. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think even Iron Man respected Steve as the leader until Civil War. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Like. They, because there was that scene in Far From Home, and all the reporters are asking him questions. They're like, "Are you the new leader of the Avengers?" Yeah. So, like, maybe that was a tongue-in-cheek of like, "Ooh, who is gonna be the leader?" Because if you think about it, the dynamic that worked so well was that you had Steve Rogers was as a guy from War, right? And yeah, he's a guy from War with the with the most honorable and pure moral compass. Yep, exactly. You know, but like, there's nobody really as smart as Tony Stark that replaces him. Besides the Hulk, Bruce Banner. Yeah. You know what I yep. mean? So how do you fill these voids? Do you even fill those voids? You just make new roles entirely? Uh, anyways, who knows what will happen? Because who knows if Spider-Man's going to even be involved? Right. <laughs> exactly. It's it's just we'll wait and see at this point. But I think we've actually we've hit on every point that I've seen. It's been crazy the amount of news coming out about this and like so much of it is conflicting and like i'm just like can we get a timeline of facts do you think sony and disney are not only aware but ups or like concerned about the news that have been that's been going out being said yes i think right now it's a pr battle like it's not a money we'll give you 30 percent. that's why sony came out and said we don't want to bother kevin he's such a busy man i do I think you are interpreting it that way alone. <laughs> They're saying we don't trust Gavin. He's too busy. As if he hasn't been busy for the past 10 years. Yeah, I don't know. I think they're looking at what's on his plate coming up and they're like, no, we don't want any part of that. But I think um, it's more of a PR battle. It's Marvel is saying, oh, it's all Sony and Sony saying, oh, it's our Marvel Marvel until fans definitively are on one side. Which I think, since they're going back and forth so much, they'll never be a unanimous. Okay, fuck you guys. But like being choosing a side doesn't change who who gets Spider Man, right? And who actually resolves this? But I think it's making the other company scared enough to say, okay, okay, we'll give in. But it's it's such a weird. Thing. I, all right, here's the next question: How long does this play out? A month. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh gosh, I don't know. I said that, and now I'm thinking of it. I'm like, oh, goes on I don't for know. all of September. Uh, yeah. I mean, how long has it been going out? Like a week, two or three days. A week. Yeah, I think. I think it was earlier this week. Yeah, I don't know. It was. It happened while I was at work. I remember that, so, and it was this week. So it was Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, because it definitely wasn't yesterday. I don't think it was Wednesday. I think it was either. Monday. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Not. I don't think too long. Because the sheer amount of news and changes we've already heard, something's going to change soon. Yeah. It's going to be weird. And I, I've got a bad feeling about it. I think because the initial news was, it's over. They're walking away from the table. Yeah. And yeah. then it's like, well, it's actually pretty far from over. And we got still got a lot to talk about. And oh, it's actually Marvel's fault. Oh, Stanley's kid hates Marvel. Actually, Stanley's kid's a huge piece of shit. <laughs> oh, actually, like, it's great. Like, just somebody make me a Spider Man movie. 
Give me Spider-Man. Me want uh, Spider-Man. A Spider-Man specific now. good Spider-Man movie. Yeah, give me because you know what I also heard that's really creepy mm. is that if Sony takes the rights back and does this with Tom Holland, mm-hmm. does does Sony retain the rights to all the characters of the MCU? What so do you mean? new MJ, new Aunt May, like all those so people. If Sony gets them back, no. Does Sony keep them? Like Aunt May and MJ. Yeah. If the deal splits, right? So if Sony. If they go their separate ways and the next, Spider-Man do they just movies, keep Tom Holland? And no, 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 no. That that is confirmed. Like they keep everybody who wasn't previously established as MCU. So they obviously don't get Nick Fury. They don't get Maria Hill. They don't get. Uh, I don't think they would get Mysterio. No, I think they would still get Mysterio because he was solely in, and a Spider-Man movie. They don't get to say the words Tony Stark again. <laughs> Uh, they probably don't get Edith because those are Tony's glasses. They can't say Iron Man. They can't say Iron Man. They can't say Avengers. It would be fucking weird. The next movie. But you know what they would do? They would make it a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man movie and target it with Venom. I think the next one would finally be a goddamn New York City movie because <laughs> the first one was like New York suburbs. Like it was funny. Like the scene where he's trying to chase down Vulture's truck. And he's like in the middle of the suburbs. <laughs> yeah. So there's nothing to swing on. Yeah. Um, and then the next one was in Europe, all over Europe. And then at the end of the last one, we finally see him swinging around New York City. It's like, yeah, we're so close. So I think Spider-Man 3 is going to be... What it was going to be was Sinister Six in New York City fighting Spider-Man. Under ruse. Under ruse. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we've also seen him fight in an airport. So, like, yeah. please put Spider-Man in his element. Yeah. Because he's going to be fighting six bad guys. So yeah. he's going to at least need his home turf. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Well, it's good to be podcasting with you again. Yeah. This, I like this place, man. And it's not super hot. It's not. No. <laughs> I was thinking that when I first sat down. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be a sweaty boy. Maybe not, actually. Maybe not. Maybe not so nice. sweaty boy. Okay. Cool. All right. Uh, everybody care about the rainforest more than Spider-Man, but in reality, you should also care about Spider-Man. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> okay. Bye. Okay. It's a first sound test in the new place. It's a pretty cool place and it sounds okay. Yeah. Hello. Hello.